0: Good Tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Happy, happy Saturday. Welcome to the Good Tidings radio broadcast. We are coming to you today over the airwaves of WXAN radio here in Ava, Illinois. You can find us on the radio dial. I know some of you are still listening to the radio. Good for you. I love the radio. 103.9 FM. 103.9 FM. And you can listen to us over the internet as well at www.wxanradio.com. And when the page pulls up, click on Listen Live. Tell your friends now. Text them. Call them. Let them know. The Good Tidings radio broadcast is on, and I'm honored to be your radio pastor, David Pinkerton. It's a privilege to be here with you. Now, this is airing on July the 16th of 2022. So, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. We want you to have a wonderful, wonderful day. Now, um, you know, everybody likes secrets, right? We talk about secrets and stuff. Oh, I know a secret and so on and so forth. Well, when it comes to studying the Bible, listen, folks, as we said last week when we dealt with the assurance of salvation, it's based upon the Bible, God's Word. The Bible is the Word of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It's God-breathed. The Bible is the Word of God, and you can trust it. So there's a secret in the Bible I want to share with you today. It's printed plainly, plainly right here in front of us in the Scriptures. And I think sometimes, as Christians, if you've been saved for very long, that sometimes we see certain truths in the Bible, or we've went over them so long, so many times, that they become bedridden in the dormitory of our souls, and we forget they're there. And sometimes God's got to revisit us with them, and I'm glad that He does. So today I want to do that. I want to share with you the secret to a powerful prayer life, the secret to a powerful, God-honoring prayer life. You want to see answers to your prayer, and prayers, of course, we all do. Certainly we do. Well, it's right here. It's printed plainly on the Scripture, in the Scriptures, God's Holy Word, the Bible. Let's take a look at them today. Before we dive into that, I want to remind you, please, please give to WXAN Radio. Now, let me say this. Brother Danny and Will, all the good folks here, they don't ask me to say that. I say it because, number one, I do it. Number two, This is a wonderful ministry. They'll use your money wisely, glorifying Christ, winning souls, building up the kingdom of God, strengthening the church, strengthening Christian people. So you're looking for a place to to put some good seed? Put it right here on WXAN Radio. You'll be glad you did, and people will meet you in eternity and say, thanks for investing. I was saved. My life was changed because of the preaching and the teaching and the good gospel music I heard from WXAN. Okay, so the secret to a powerful prayer life. Let's take a look at that this morning. Excuse me, I got to get a little dose of water there out of my coffee cup. Go to Matthew chapter number 7. Matthew chapter number 7, verses 7 and 8. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. And I want to show you the secret to having a powerful prayer life. And here's what it is. It's meeting God's conditions. Meeting God's conditions or His criteria. Today we'll call it conditions. For Him to bless you and honor your prayers. Okay? Here they are. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. Listen closely. Ask. These are the words of Jesus. Ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you for every one that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be opened did you ever ask for something in your prayers and not get it did you pray and not receive an answer to your prayer someone suggested that god answers pra- answers all prayers now listen close To some prayers, he answers yes. To others, he answers no. Well, I want to say that. That's what someone said. And I want to say this. I disagree with that. Dr. John R. Rice, in his book on prayer, asking and receiving, says prayer is asking and the answer to prayer is receiving. God does not answer yes to some prayers and no to others. When he says no, the prayer is simply not answered. No is not an answer to prayer. The answer to prayer is receiving. Now get that in your spirit. The answer to prayer is receiving. In this promise here in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said that if we ask, we shall receive. And if we seek, we shall find. And if we knock, it shall be opened. But I have asked in times and did not receive. And many have said to me, hey, I don't always receive an answer to my prayer. Well, there are ways to get an answer. We call them conditions, okay? And I want to share with you some conditions uh, to answered prayer today or the secret to a powerful prayer life, secrets. Number one, jot this down. Here's the first condition. Clear the way. Clear the way. Psalm 66 and verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart... The Lord will not hear me. In other words, if I tolerate known sin in my life, I cannot expect to get my prayer answered. This verse plainly states If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Isaiah 59 verses 1 and 2. The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Didn't say he cannot; he will not hear. The Bible makes it very clear here, Christian friend, that God can hear prayer, but if we tolerate, or in other words, play around with it, we know we need to get rid of it, confess it as sin, get the cleansing. But if we tolerate known sin in our life, God will not hear us. If one is to receive an answer to prayer, then he or she must clear the way. Confess every known sin in your life and claim the forgiveness and the cleansing that God promises in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. Once you have cleared the way by receiving forgiveness and cleansing for every known sin, and you can mean it, you can then you literally, it says what in First John one nine. If we confess our sins, he's talking to believers here. First John is written to believers, not the uh, not the lost person. If we confess our sins, he, that's God, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So then, when we confess that sin and get that cleansing, then we can sing that old. That old country hymn, nothing between my soul and the Savior. And there you're ready to move on to the next step. So number one, the first condition to a powerful prayer life is meet this condition, clear the way, confess any known sin and tolerated sin in your life. Number two, the second way, the second condition to a powerful prayer life is live the righteous life. Live the righteous life. James chapter 5 verse 16 says, "Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much." Now notice that prayers got to be made by a righteous man. Now notice this. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 12 says, "For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous." And his ears are open unto their prayers. Say, now folks, that's important. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open unto their, your prayers. The Lord's ears are not open to any and everybody's prayers. That's what this Bible, this verse teaches. They are open to the prayers of the righteous. Do you have the righteousness of God? Well, it's not something you create on your own or concoct. You can't go to church and, and get it. You can't be baptized into it. You can't be take the sacraments and get it. You can't be a, a good person and give to charitable causes and benevolent causes and get it. No, you can't work up any righteousness that God will accept. But through accepting Jesus Christ by faith as your Savior, God will give you the righteousness of Christ. It will be imputed unto you the moment you trust Him by faith as your personal Savior. Okay? He who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God. In other words, God's very righteousness. We might be made the righteousness of God in Him, in Jesus. So when you have Jesus as your personal Savior, you've trusted him by faith, God gives you the very righteousness that God has. So it's not righteousness that you have conjured up yourself, it's righteousness that's been imputed, the Bible says, unto you through faith in Jesus Christ. The Bible says what? Ye are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. You see, you can't save yourself. God gave us the Ten Commandments, and they are to undergird a civilized society. And if we got back to them, uh, everybody trying to live the Ten Commandments, man, what a wonderful society we would have. But they're not given for you to obtain salvation through them. They are given for us to realize we're not sinless, and we can't keep them. We should try But if you fail in keeping all ten of them, if you keep nine of them, but you fail one of them, then you're guilty of breaking them all. And we're all that way as humans. There is none righteous, no, not one. comes to human beings. So when we lay our life down next to the Ten Commandments, we realize I need a Savior. I need someone to speak for me. I need someone to clear the way for me. And that's where God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever believeth in him, in other words, trusteth in him, should not perish but have everlasting life. Galatians chapter 3, I think it's verse 26, says the law or the Ten Commandments was our schoolmaster or our teacher to bring us to Christ. When you lay your life up against the Ten Commandments, you know that you need a Savior because you can't keep them. And that's why they were given. And then in the practical sense, if we try to live them, we can have a civilized uh, society. And people should try to live the Ten Commandments, not to be saved, but because you have been saved. So here's what God is saying about living the righteous life. That righteousness is given to us through Jesus. The Lord's ears are not open to any and everybody's prayers. They are open to the prayers of the righteous, those who've trusted Christ by faith as their personal Savior. It's important to live a righteous life if you want your prayers answered. I mean by that, here it is in the practical sense, once you've trusted Christ. Live the very best you know how. Live the very best you know how, and the Bible says that God's ears will be open to your prayers. Pray for WXAN Radio, Brother Dan, Brother Danny and Leanne, Will and Tish and the good folks here. So if we're gonna have a powerful prayer life, we must number one clear the way. We must number two live the righteous life. And number three, the secret to a powerful prayer life is be an obedient Christian. First John chapter three and verse twenty two. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Notice this. The verse says that whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him. Now that's a big word, whatsoever. You mean anything I ask? God's Word says, the Bible says, whatsoever we ask. Anything you ask, you will receive. Why? because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Obedience to God is a prerequisite to answered prayer. Learn to do everything that God says. Learn to keep His commandments. Learn to be an obedient Christian. Not only that, but strive to please Him uh, and be do things that are pleasing in His sight. We not only obey Him, but we strive to please God. There are, or I'm sorry, there may not be a clear commandment concerning something we propose to do, but we should ask before we do something, will it please the Lord? And if you expect God to answer your prayers, you must clear the way. You must live the righteous life. And thirdly, you must be an obedient Christian to God. Then the fourth condition we must meet as the secret to a powerful prayer life, we must, number four, abide in Christ. Jesus said in John 15 and verse 7 If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Wow! Think about that, friend. What a promise! You shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. But wait a minute, there's a condition. If we abide in Him, and His words abide in us. His words, as you have hear me say repeatedly, are the Bible, the Scriptures, the Holy Bible. What does it mean to abide in Jesus Christ? Well, the picture in John chapter 15 is that of a branch abiding in the vine. To abide in the vine doesn't necessarily mean to stay connected to it, The connection to the branch has nothing to do with the abiding. The result of not abiding is the withering of the branch so that it doesn't bear fruit. Why does a branch not bear fruit? Why does it wither? Because the life of the vine doesn't flow into it. The branch is to receive from the vine. The branch does not reach down into the earth for moisture and fertilizer. The roots of the vine reach out, and pull in the moisture fertilizer and the food from the ground take these things up through the vine and out through the branches so the branches can bear fruit here's the key christian the branch that is abiding in the vine is simply yielding or opening or allowing the life of the vine to express itself through the branch so to abide in Jesus Christ simply means that we yield. We surrender. We allow Christ to express himself through us. To live his life through us. Paul said I am in Galatians 2 and verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I that liveth, but Christ liveth In me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Wow. Letting Jesus live through us. The Christian life is not as much an imitation of Christ's life as it is Christ living his life through us. In Galatians 2.20, we just said it. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I but Christ liveth in me. So if we are to expect an answer to our prayers, we must abide in Jesus. To abide in Jesus Christ simply means yield your life to Him, allowing Christ to control every part of your being and allow Him to live out His life through us even as the branch abides in the vine, allowing the life of the vine to express itself through the branch. And we are the branches, folks. Jesus is divine. If we are to expect an answer to our prayers, we must not only, number one, clear the way, condition, number two, live a righteous life, number three, be an obedient Christian, but number four, we must abide in Christ. A fifth condition to the secret of a powerful prayer life is number five, we must have faith in God. Notice Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. We must expect an answer. James chapter 1 verses 5 through 7 declares, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But notice this, he qualifies it. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So if we are to receive an answer to our prayers, we must believe and we must expect. We must believe in God and expect God to do it for us. Emerson said, and I quote, they can conquer who believe they can," end of quote. Henry Ford said and I quote, "If you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right again," end of quote. You won't be able to do it. The Bible says, "For as much as for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he." One cannot expect an answer to prayer without believing. Believing God, trusting, having faith in God. Listen to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Believe that you will receive, and God's going to do it for you. I'm not saying that it's the only condition to answer prayer. I've certainly prayed at times, folks, when my faith was very weak. I must confess. But the very fact that I prayed indicated that I thought I would get an answer. I wouldn't waste my time praying if I didn't have some faith. And neither would you. Our faith is not always as strong as we wish it were. But faith is a condition to answered prayer. Jesus said, If thou canst believe... All things are possible to him that believeth. One of Napoleon's soldiers made a great request. And the, only, and the other soldiers laughed at that request and said, Hey, you've asked too much. You'll never get it. But to their surprise, the request was granted. Napoleon said to the soldier, You've honored me by the magnitude of the request. Now, friends, you honor God by the magnitude of your requests. You cannot ask too much for God. Did you know God likes big-mouthed people? (laughs) Listen to this. Psalm chapter 81 and verse 10. I am the Lord thy God which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. God can fill a big mouth. You cannot ask too much. That's the point, friends. You cannot get enough from God. You can't leave him with less. Folks, then then when he started giving, ask God for big things. You need something done in your life, a miracle. You need to see someone saved, someone delivered from addiction. You need to see a marriage restored. You need to see a business turn around. You need something to take place that only God can do. Ask him. I know we live in a bad inflationary time. I realize that the joke in the White House is killing the economy of America. But folks, God's still in control. God doesn't look down and see who's in the White House and say, I'm going to bless you. God looks at you and says, hey, you're my child through faith in Jesus. Trust me. Ask me. I'll bless you. He's a father, not a bully, not a tyrant, not a dictator. He's a loving heavenly father that loves to bless his children. So ask God for big things. Ask him for big things. I must hurry. The secret to a powerful prayer life. Number six, this condition Have the right motive. Have the right motive. James chapter 4 and verse 3. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss. Or in other words, you ask wrong, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. In other words, if we want it for a selfish purpose, folks, or for the wrong reason, God's not going to answer us. I'm sure that God answers our prayers, but if I have a selfish, fleshly desire for something that I don't need, then God would not answer my prayer for that thing. We, we realize that. I would not get it because it would fulfill my own lusts. That would be, in other words, it upon our lusts, our own selfish desires, in other words. But when you pray and you have the right motives, you know, honoring God, following God's will, you must want it for the right reason, to glorify and honor, honor Jesus Christ. This is not to say that God doesn't care about your needs. He does. We're certainly taught to pray for daily bread by the Lord when he said, give us this day our daily bread. And according to that prayer, he expects us to pray every day. He didn't say, teach us to pray. Uh, Lord, give us our bread supply for a week or for a month. He said, give us day by day. In other words, and then he goes on to say, and after this manner, therefore pray ye, give us this day our daily bread. He expects our prayers to be daily. Do you pray to God daily? If not, start back again. That's the power that's missing in your life. You can get and have a right to expect your answer from God to your prayer if your motives are right. Don't ask for foolish things, but ask for things that will glorify Jesus Christ. Sometimes if an answer doesn't come, just believe that it wasn't God's will and that God knew best. Because we must also pray quickly i got to hurry. The eighth condition, the seventh, I don't know, I've lost them, folks, is you need to pray according to God's will. The secret to a powerful prayer life is meeting this condition, according to the will of God. 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. If we ask anything according to his will, the Bible says, he heareth us. Prayer must be according to the will of God, saints. How can the person be sure they're praying according to the will of God? One way is to be sure that you're being led by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit also helpeth with our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. The Spirit helps us folks to pray. We don't always know what to pray for, but He'll lead us in prayer if we'll listen to Him. Did you ever have an intense desire to pray for something? You felt strong? I should pray for this. That was the Holy Spirit leading you. It was God's will for you to have that thing, and God was leading you to pray for it. It's good for you to pray, Lord, if it is not your will, then don't give it to me, because you know more than I do. So think about this. Ask according to God's will. And then finally, the secret to a powerful prayer life, this final condition, don't give up. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given you. Verse 8. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. The word ask is in the continual sense in this verse. It means He who keeps on asking receives, he who keeps on seeking finds, and he who keeps on knocking, to him it shall be opened. If you recall, remember Paul, he besought the Lord three times or thrice that God would remove the thorn in his flesh, but God didn't remove it. Paul prayed, Lord, I have this thorn in my flesh and I'd be a better preacher if you'd take it away from me. But God didn't do it. So Paul prayed again, Lord, I'm praying again about this thorn, and God still didn't remove it. At the third time, he still didn't remove it, and he gave Paul the answer. He said, Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness, Paul. Then Paul changed his prayer, and he said, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. If you want an answer to your prayer, keep on praying. Persistent prayer. Don't give up, Christian. Don't give up. Keep praying for that lost person. Keep praying for God to show you His will. He will. He who keeps on asking, churches, as you're looking for pastors, keep praying, asking, pray and fast. Seek God's will, not who you think is best, but who the Spirit would lead you to. Ask for God's will, not yours, but keep asking. Keep asking. Keep asking. Now, finally today, folks, it's been wonderful. The secret to a powerful prayer life. Meet these conditions. Meet them. God wants to revolutionize your life by revolutionizing your prayer life. Pray for WXAN Radio. Pray for Pastor David, your radio pastor. Folks, I love each of you. I'm praying for you and your families. Maybe I'll get to meet you someday. Maybe it'll just be heaven. Who knows? But thanks for tuning in. This is the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast, and I am Dr. David Pinkerton, your radio pastor. Folks, pray. Prayer changes things. Pray without ceasing. Have a powerful prayer life, pastor, missionary, Christian friend, mom, dad, church member. Pray and watch God revolutionize. One of the greatest prayers you can pray right now. Second Chronicles 7.14 for this country. Pray, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Pray that God will remove the wicked leaders from the White House on down and give revival to America. May Jesus be glorified. The Good Tidings radio broadcast here to glorify the good tidings who is Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. Yes, finally here. Emmanuel, God is with us, Oh There's yes, no to fear, for unto you is born this day, Savior Christ our Lord, so fear not, fear not by me, yes sir.